Good morning. Buenos dias. We're going to, Brother AJ is going to pray and we're going to get started. Hermano AJ va a orar y va a empezar. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful to you this morning. What a beautiful day you've given us. Uh, the cool air, beautiful sunshine. Father, just reminds us as we get up of your goodness to us. Uh, so many graces you give. So, Father, we're here uh, not out of duty, but out of desire and out of hearts of gratitude. Father, we ask that you would bless us today uh, with nothing more than yourself and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Spirit uh, that abides with us and sanctifies us. Father, have your way with us. Have your will uh, be done among us. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Open up to Deuteronomy 25. So I, I know I've taken some breaks from Genesis lately. And we spoke of the law of the leveret last week. Hablamos de ley de leverita, leverito, And we see even in that we see much grace from God. En este vemos mucho gracia de Dios. And we should see grace in the law of God. Y, y debemos ver gracia en la ley de Dios. It's funny when many confuse the law and the gospel. It's chistoso cuando confunden la ley en el evangelio. Uh, let me say this very carefully. Déjame decirlo muy cuidadosamente. There is grace in the law. Hay gracia en la ley. There is not grace no hay gracia where the law is a covenant donde la ley es un pacto because there is no righteousness porque no hay justicia by the law por la ley not for us no por nosotros so for the law as a covenant para la ley como pacto there's not grace no hay gracia there's condemnation hay condenación but the law itself pero la ley misma there is grace hay gracia And remember, the sum of the moral law y la suma de la ley moral is what? Es que? Love. Amor. Uh, and we see that all through the law. Y vemos esto uh, a través de toda la ley. Even in the law of the leveret. Aún en la ley de leverato. We see a grace. Levirato. Don't worry, brother. That's the last time we'll have to say. Okay. <laughs> la última vez que vamos a decirle. We see the grace and the love. Vemos la gracia y amor. Necesito que alguien me escribe esta palabra porque si lo leo ya sé cómo es. Uh, where a brother would care for his brother. Donde un hermano cuida su hermano. And raise up a seed in his name. Levanta una simiente en su nombre. But I wanted to look at another verse in Deuteronomy 25 Pero this morning. Quería ver otro versículo en Deuteronomio 25 esta mañana. So if you're there in chapter 25, look at verse 4. Si estás ahí en, ver, en capítulo 25, mira versículo 4. Thou shalt not muzzle the ox when he treadeth out the corn. No pondrás bozal al buey cuando triar, triaré. Some of your translations may not have the corn. 
Um, tal vez una de sus traducciones no tienen uh, la palabra maíz. The King James has it, but it's in italics. The reign of uh, the King James in English lo tiene, pero es italics. Or parentheses. ¿Cómo se dice itálica? Cuando las palabras no son derechos, son así. Letras. Inclinadas. Yeah, yeah. Están inclinados. En el King James, cuando añaden palabras, porque el buen idioma del rey añade palabras a la palabra de Dios, lo ponen inclinadas. It's not in the text. No está en el texto. It's part of the translation. Es parte de la traducción. So whether it's corn or wheat or barley. Si es maíz, higa, Ego, trigo, or otra cosa. It's a strange verse. It's a versículo raro. I mean, verses one through three. Versículo uno a tres. Talk about there being a controversy between men. Habla si hay un controversio entre hombres. <laughs> one will be beaten. Uno será azotado. Verse five begins the law of. Sorry, brother. Of of the. Versículo 5 empieza la ley de levarito. levarito. Uh, and right here in the middle of that, you got this verse. Aquí en medio de este tienes este versículo. Don't muzzle the ox when he's treading out the grain. No pondrás bozal al buey cuando triaré. What an interesting little... Pop it right in there. Qué versículo interesante en medio de todo esto. You can translate off the fly if you want. Yeah. So, let me turn our attention to our confession. Déjame voltear nuestra atención a la confesión. ¿Alguien tiene la confesión con él? No, en español no tiene. Sí. On the law. Yo creo que si no tuviéramos confesión, cuestionar si somos bautistas reformados, ¿no? Alguien lo tiene. Chapter 19. Capítulo 19. Very, very good chapter. Un buen capítulo. There are so uh, if you if you count like bad doctrines in the church. Si cuentas mal doctrinas en la iglesia. Probably most of them are dealing with justification. La mayoría están tratando con la justificación. Doctrines that the church has struggled with. Doctrinas que la iglesia ha luchado con. The person and work of Jesus Christ. La persona obra de Cristo. But understanding the law and the gospel. Pero entendiendo la ley evangelio. Our confession does a beautiful job addressing these two issues. Nuestra confesión hace buen trabajo uh, confrontando estos dos. They beautifully comply together. Hermosamente cumplen juntos. Están yet, complementando juntos. Yet it seems that the law and the gospel are the pero, antithesis of each other. Pero parece que la ley y el evangelio son contra uno a otro. When we look at the law, cuando vemos la ley, and uh, I'm going to go through this very quickly, y voy a pasar esto muy rápido, our confession does the beautiful job of distinguishing in the law, nuestra confesión hace un trabajo hermoso de distinguir entre la ley, these three divisions of the law. Tres divisiones de la ley. So I'm, I'm going to just go through them, Voy a pasar por encima de esos. Our confession 
initially deals with the Ten Commandments. Nuestra confesión inicialmente trata el, los diez mandamientos. The law that's written on our heart. La ley escrito en nuestro corazón. That's going to be in, sec- in paragraph 2 of es, chapter 19. Este va a estar en paragrafo 2 en capítulo 19. Chapter 3. Sorry, paragraph 3 of chapter 19. Paragrafo 3 de 19. Is going to deal with the ceremonial laws. Va a tratar las leyes ceremoniales. That'll be our second division. Segundo división. We have the moral law. La ley moral. We have the ceremonial laws. Tenemos la ley ceremonial. Explains the purposes of these laws. Explica los propósitos de esas leyes. Paragraph chapter. Paragraph 4 of chapter 19. Paragrafo 4 de capítulo 19. Talks about the judicial laws. Habla de las leyes judiciales. I've heard some will call it the civil laws. Unos lo nombran la ley civil. These were given to Israel. Esos fueron dados a Israel. This is what we're reading here in chapter 25. Es lo que estamos leyendo aquí en capítulo 25. For Israel as a covenant people. Por Israel como un gente de pacto. As the nation of God. Como la nación de Dios. He gave them laws. Les dio leyes. This is what our confession says. Es lo que dice nuestra confesión. To them also he gave sundry judicial laws which expired together with the state of that people, not obliging any now by virtue of that institution, their general equity only being of modern use. Dice, Dios también, capítulo 4, or paragrafo 4, capítulo 19, Dios también les dio a los israelitas diversas leyes civiles que acabaron cuando acabó aquel pueblo como estado. No siendo ahora obligatorias para nadie en virtud de aquella institución, siendo solamente sus principios de equidad utilizables en la actualidad. It's very clear. Es muy claro. There are many various laws given to Israel. Hay varias leyes dado a Israel. As a state of people. Como un estado de gente. A people, a nation. Un pueblo, una nación. That was to be governed by these judicial and civil laws. Que deben ser gobernados por esas leyes judiciales y civiles. For instance. Por ejemplo. In Israel. In Israel. Under the government of that people, abajo el gobierno de esta gente, God being their king, Dios siendo su rey, they were appointed judges, fueron apuntados jueces, eventually they were given a king, eventualmente fueron dado un rey. For that state of people, por ese estado de gente, it was unlawful for them, no era, uh, era contra la ley por ellos, to put a muzzle on the ox, a poner un bozal sobre el buey, as he ground the corn mientras él trillaba or when he was treading out the grain cuando trillaba at the grain mill trillando big round stone un piedra redonda the oxen would be tied to a, a yoke y los bueyes sean uh, sujeto a un yugo and he atados a un yugo he would walk in a circle rotating that big stone y él andaba en un círculo dando vuelta a esta piedra and it would grind the grain. Y aplastaba el trigo. It was unlawful for them to put a muzzle on that ox. No era permitido que ellos ponen un bozal sobre esta uh, way. Now, is it unlawful for us to do that today? No es permitido que hacemos esto hoy en día? No. No. 
That law expired. Esta ley expiró. With that state of Israel. Con ese estado de Israel. By virtue of that institution. Por virtud de esta institución. We are not of the Old Testament people of Israel. No somos de la gente del Antiguo Testamento de Israel. We are not obligated to keep this law. No somos obligados a mantener esta ley. But. Pero. There is a general lesson here. Hay una lesión general aquí. And we can take this lesson podemos tomar esta lesión and we can apply it to our life today. Y podemos aplicarlo a nuestra vida hoy. In living good, en viviendo bien, godly, piadosamente, lives that would bring honor to the Lord. Vidas que traen honor al Señor. So what do we learn from this? ¿Qué aprendemos de esto? What is this general equity of this passage? ¿Cómo es esta uh, equidad general de este pasaje? It's interesting. It's interesante. And, and let me just, before we leave this, let me just say this. Y antes que dejamos esto, déjame decir esto. As an ignorant man, como un hombre ignorante, I don't see any way possible. Yo no veo ni una forma posible for a theonomist que un theonomista to hold to this confession. Atestar a esta confesión. I say that in ignorance. Yo digo esta en ignorancia. A theonomist says that all of the laws of the Old Testament un theonomista dice que todas las leyes del Antiguo Testamento are applicable and binding for us today. Son aplicables y atados para nosotros hoy. And their purpose, y su propósito, not their purpose, no su propósito, their hope, su esperanza, is to see these laws instituted again. Es haber esas leyes instituidas de nuevo. The word expired in our confession, la palabra expirado en nuestra confesión, is pretty clear to me. Es muy claro a mí. If I have a gallon of milk in the refrigerator, si tengo un galón de leche en el refri, and I take it out, lo quito, and I pour it in my my Café con leche. Y lo mete en, I pour it in my coffee. And I go to drink it. Y me voy a tomarlo. It tastes like bitter cheese. Y sabe como uh, <laughs> queso agrio. And I look on the, the, the gallon jug. Y veo ahí en el galón. And it's today, it's uh, October 8th. Y hoy es 8 de octubre. And the date on the gallon jug. Y la fecha en el galón. Is September 8th. Es 8 de septiembre. The milk. La leche. Has expired. Expirado. It's of no more use. Ya no sirve. It is to be thrown out. Debe ser, ser tirado. These laws have expired. Esas leyes han expirado. But there is a general equity. Pero hay un uh, equidad general. Did you have a question? Uh, iba a pedir si puedes ex explicar qué es un teonomista. Ellos quieren aplicar todas las leyes. So, I'll say it real quick. Yo le digo rápido. A theonomist, un teonomista, es someone who believes we should take these laws, es que alguien cree que debemos tomar esas leyes. And that these laws should be the governing laws of our land. Que estas leyes deben ser la ley que gobierna nuestra tierra. No? And so they want to take it as it is here and put it over the land. Ellos quieren tomarlo como es aquí y lo ponen sobre la tierra. And they believe that that would create a just society. Ellos creen que esto crea 
una sociedad justo. The problem is, was the nation of Israel ever a just society? The nación de Israel fue una sociedad justo? Never. Nunca. And they had, these were their laws, the sociedad en sus leyes. And most theonomists, classically speaking, y la mayoría de los theonomistas, clásicamente hablando, They do not recognize these distinctions in the law. No reconocen esas distinciones de la ley. The, so the moral, the moral, the ceremonial, ceremonial, and the judicial. Y el judicial. So okay, let me explain something as well. Déjame explicar algo. There's something very important here that I don't want you to miss. Algo muy importante que no quiero que pierdas. When we say that the law is written on the heart of man, cuando decimos que la ley está escrita en el corazón de hombre. We're not saying Deuteronomy 25.4 is written on the heart of man. No estamos diciendo que Deuteronomio 25.4 está escrito en el corazón del hombre. When Romans 2 says they know what the law is without having a law, cuando Romanos 2 dice, saben que es la ley, sin tener ley, they don't know the law of the priesthood of Aaron. No saben la ley de la sacerdocia de Aaron. They know the moral law. Saben la ley moral, because that is written on the heart of man. Because it's escrito de corazón de hombre. The nation of Israel didn't know the civil or ceremonial laws. La nación de Israel no supo de la ley civil ni ceremonial. God gave that to Moses specifically. Dios dio esto a Moisés específicamente. So the Bible itself makes a huge distinction between the three. La Biblia misma hace una distinción entre los tres. We give you an example. Déjame darte un ejemplo. I'm sorry, brother. <clears throat> They come to ask Jesus about divorce. Viene a preguntar Jesús sobre el divorcio. And Jesus says, From the beginning it was not so. Desde principio no era. But because of the hardness of your hearts, por el endurecimiento de su corazón. So he says, Over society, this was permitted. Sobre sociedad, este era permitido. But with God, it's not. Pero con Dios no es. And so, so you have a distinction. Tienes una distinción, even in, with Christ, con Cristo. This is a societal law. Esta es una ley de sociedad. And this is the morality of God. Y esta es la moralidad de Dios. So Christ makes that distinction. Cristo hace esta distinción. So, so he's delaying because he knows what... <laughs> Okay, I would love to spend time and teach on chapter 19 of the Confession. Me encantaría gastar tiempo y enseñar sobre capítulo 19 de la Confesión. But I have a purpose in all this. Pero tengo un propósito en todo esto. This passage in Deuteronomy 25. Este pasaje en Deuteronomio 25. In our Confession. En nuestra Confesión. In that That paragraph of es, chapter 19. En este paragrafo de capítulo 19. There is one reference scripture given. Hay, un hay una escritura referencia dado. On the judicial laws and the general equity. Sobre los <coughs> leyes judiciales y la equidad general. And the passage that quotes Deuteronomy chapter 25 verse 4. Y el pasaje que cita Deuteronomio 25 versículo 4. Is Paul when he's writing he's writing to the church at Corinth. Es Pablo cuando está escribiendo en la iglesia en Corintios. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9. En 1 Corintios 9. 
Paul is writing to the church. Pablo está escribiendo a la iglesia. He's again defending his apostleship. Está defendiendo su apostolado. He's explaining to the church at Corinth está, that está explicando a la iglesia en Corinth that he's not like these super apostles that he calls them. Él no es como los apóstoles super apostles. He's explaining that the church at Corinth. Él está explicando que la iglesia en Corintio is the verification that he is an apostle. Es la verificación que él es un apóstol. They are there because of his apostleship. Están ahí por su apostolado. Because of the ministry of the gospel in life, in Paul's life. Por el ministerio del evangelio en la vida de Pablo. Because he's poured out his life there in the city of Corinth. Porque ha derramado su vida ahí en la ciudad de Corintio. He's done what God has called him to do. Ha hecho lo que Dios ha llamado a que and by the power of the Holy Spirit, y por el poder del Santo, through Paul's ministry, a través del ministerio de Pablo, there's a church in Corinth. Hay una iglesia en Corinto, and there are saints in Corinth. Hay santos en Corinto, and they are growing in maturity. Están creciendo en madurez. They have lots of problems. Tienen muchos problemas. But Paul is patiently teaching them. Pero Pablo eh, pacientemente está enseñándolos and reproving them. Y reprendiéndolos. And he's explaining his apostleship. Está explicando su apostolado. And he goes on, verse 7. Y va en versículo 7. Well, verse 6. Versículo 6. Or I only and Barnabas, have not we power to forbear working? Or solo yo y Barnabé no tenemos derecho de no trabajar? Here's Paul explaining to them, we have a right. Aquí está Pablo explicando, tenemos un derecho. We have a right to live. Tenemos un derecho a vivir. To eat. A comer. And, and, and we don't have to work to do this. No tenemos que trabajar para hacer eso. Because the ministry we have to you. Porque por el ministerio que tenemos a ustedes. He asks the question in verse 7. Y pregunta la pregunta en versículo 7. Who goes to warfare anytime at his own charges? Who plants a vineyard and eats not of the fruit thereof? Or who feeds a flock and does not eat of the milk of the flock? Dice versículo 7, ¿a quién fue jamás soldado a sus propias expensas? ¿Quién planta viña y no come de su fruto? ¿Quién apacenta el rebaño y no toma de la leche del rebaño? Dice en versículo 8, Digo esto solo como hombre, no dice esto también la ley. Now the problem here, el problema aquí, at the church at Corinth, uh, iglesia en Corinto, is there were Corinto, these, these super apostles, había unos super apostles, that were not apostles, que no eran apostles, they were not called to be apostles, no eran llamados a ser apostles, they were not confirmed by the other apostles, no fueron confirmados por los otros apostles, they were a self-appointed people, estaban apuntados, auto-apuntados, who were going about claiming a ministry that was not theirs, quien estaban clamando un ministerio que no era suyo, preaching bad heresies, predicando mal herejías, and they were calling upon the church to give them money. Estaban llamando a la iglesia a darles dinero. To support them. Apoyarlos. To let them live extravagant lifestyles. A dejarlos vivir vidas extravagantes. Because of this wonderful ministry they had. Por este ministerio maravilloso que tenían. Now we could easily see that in the church today. Fácilmente podemos ver esto en la iglesia hoy. We could name names. Podemos nombrar nombres. Do what? 
We could make a long list. Podemos hacer una lista largo. We could probably find them in our own town. Podemos encontrarlos en nuestra propia ciudad. But here's what Paul is saying. Pero eso es lo que está diciendo Pablo. For a man who's given this ministry por by God. Un hombre que has dado este ministerio por Dios. He has a right. Tiene un derecho. To live by this ministry. A vivir por este ministerio. To focus on this ministry. A enfocar en este ministerio. And he turns to the law mira la ley to support his argument. Apoyar su argumento. Verse 9. Versículo 9. Here's our verse from Deuteronomy. Aquí es nuestro versículo de Deuteronomio. Paul says, For it is written in the law of Moses. Dice, Porque en la ley de Moisés está escrito. Thou shalt not muzzle the mouth of the ox that treadeth out the corn. No pondrás bozal al buey que trilla. Interestingly, interesantemente, in the Greek, in el griego, it does have the corn. Tiene elote. Just to point that out, it's not in the Spanish. It's not in the Spanish. No, hmm. no está en español tampoco. No, voy a checar mi. It says grain. Grain. It's at, well, uh, in the other way, it doesn't. In the, in the Hebrew text, there's nothing grain. There's no corn. In Hebrew, no hay grano ni lelote ni nada. It's not a point to our. No es a punto. Paul turns to this text. Pablo mira este texto as a general equity. Como un equidad general of this law. De esta ley. What's the point of the law? ¿Cuál es el punto de la ley? The point of the law was simple. The point of the law is muy simple. Your ox, to weigh. You're to care for your ox. Stop being to say buey. No es una mala palabra. Buey. Okay. Okay, porque hay una mala palabra cerca. Y solo quiero saber que no estoy diciendo. Buey. Uh-huh, okay. There's, there's a bad word that sounds like boy, and I wanted to make sure I wasn't saying it. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's another letter. It's spelled. Uh-huh. Okay. Personas en México, discúlpeme. Okay. No, creo que las letras cambian. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. What is that a translation for? Ox? I mean, yeah, it's, it's an ox. Yeah. Okay. So, so you care for your animal. Tu cuidas tu animal. You're kind to him. Te estás amables con él. You treat him well. Lo trata bien. Why? ¿Por qué? He's working for you. Está trabajando por ti. Your family is eating because of his labor. Tu familia está comiendo por su labor. So we, we have our chickens. Tenemos nuestros pollos. I should say Katie's chickens. Yo debería decir, Katie tiene pollos. Katie goes and takes care of her chickens. Katie va a cuidar sus pollitos. Her chickens feed us. Sus pollos nos alimentan. They give us eggs. Nos dan huevos. We enjoy those eggs. Disfrutamos esos huevos. Elijah turns them into rubber. <laughs> Elias lo cambia a, a, a ule. A cup of vinegar on our kitchen counter. I, uh, uh, what? It's a, it's a cup of vinegar on our kitchen counter. I, I un, I un vaso de vinagre en nuestra barra. He puts the egg in there and it gets rubbery. Lo pone el huevo ahí se hace ule. He took it out this morning and he said, look, and he pokes it and it's squishy. Lo quita esta mañana y lo aplasta y está como 
We get entertainment out of the chicken eggs. Tenemos entretenimiento de los uh, huevos de los pollitos. So Katie takes care of her chickens. Katie cuida los pollos. She was climbed up in the coop yesterday, scooping all the nasty stuff. Estaba out. ahí en el casita limpiándolo, otra de cosa de mugre ayer. So her chickens have a clean place. Para que sus Pollos tiene un lugar bueno. She goes in there every day, puts them on her lap, and rubs their chest feathers. Ella va diario y lo pone en sus piernas y rasca sus pechos. And they love it. Y lo encantan. They fight to get in line to see who gets to get their Ellos chest pelean a poner en fila para ver quién está coqueteada. This is the law. This is la ley. Take care of your animal. Cuida tu animal. When he's working for you, cuando está trabajando por ti, don't be so greedy that you. Close his mouth up. No seas codicioso para que cierres su boca. So he can't eat the grain that falls on the ground. Para que no pueda comer del trillo que cae en el suelo. As he's working for you to live. Está trabajando para que tú vives. Let him enjoy some grain. Deja que disfruta un poco de grano. That's the law. Esa es la ley. That's why God gave it. Por eso Dios dio esa ley. Wait a minute. Espera. That's why God gave it. Por eso Dios lo dio. But Paul says something different. Pablo dice otra cosa. We'll get there. Vamos a llegar ahí. Paul takes the general equity of this law. Pablo toma la uh, equidad general de esta ley. He takes the idea. Pablo toma la idea of allowing him de permitirlo to enjoy the fruit of his labors. A disfrutar el la fruta de su labor. Not that he would work for you. No para que él trabaja por ti. And you would be so greedy as to not let him have any of the grain. Y seas tan codicioso que él no tiene poco de, de, de cosecha. Paul asked the question. Pablo hace la pregunta. Does God care about... Sorry. Oxen? <laughs> Dios, uh, ¿Tiene Dios cuidado de los bueyes? Yes, God does. Sí, Dios lo cuida. God cares for all his creatures. Dios cuida todas sus criaturas. Does even a sparrow fall and God does not know it? Bird. Un pájaro cae y Dios no lo sabe. ¿Cómo, cómo es el versículo? No es pájaro, es... No, no, el pájaro que... Ajá. ¿Sabes cuál? Bueno, bueno... Un pájaro, dice en la escritura, ni un pájaro cae sin que Dios lo cuide. I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> no, no es una hoja, es un pájaro, es un ave. Un ave cae que Dios no lo sabe. Muy difícil mensaje. <laughs> um, so we see God cares for the creatures. Vemos que Dios tiene cuidado de sus criaturas. Paul's question, though. Pero la pregunta de Pablo, compared to you, comparado a ustedes, compared to his church, comparado a su iglesia, does God care for ox? Dios está cuidando la, los bueyes. Does he really care for a sparrow? En, en realidad, cuida a ave. Compared to you, en comparación a ti, there's such a dramatic difference. Hay una diferencia dramática. So Paul asked the question. Pablo hace la pregunta. In verse 10. Versículo 10. Or does God say this altogether for our sake? For our sake, no doubt, this is written, that he that plows should plow in hope, and he that thresheth in hope 
should be partaker of his hope. O lo dice enteramente uh, por nosotros. Pues por nosotros se escribió. Porque con esperanza debe arar el que ara, y el que tría con esperanza debe recibir el fruto. So Paul says, does he care more for oxen or for you? Pablo dice, él tiene más cuidado de lo wey o por ti. For you. Para ti. And so did, he, did Paul, did, sorry, did God say this? Did he give this to Moses? Dios dijo esto a Moisés. For the sake of the animals? Por causa de los animales? Or did he write this for your sake? Or él escribió esto por causa tuya? Paul's saying, Pablo está diciendo, there's a general equity Hay un equidad general in this Old Testament law en esta ley de Antiguo Testamento that we are to glean from. Que debemos aprovechar. We take the principle Tomamos el principio, and Paul applies it y Pablo lo aplica to those that work in the ministry. A los que a, a, obran en el ministerio. Look at verse 11. Mira versículo 11. Paul says to the church, If we have sown unto you spiritual things, is it a great thing if we should reap your carnal things? Si nosotros sembramos, versículo 11, entre vosotros lo espiritual, ¿es gran cosa si segaremos de vosotros lo material? Paul's putting this beautiful principle down. Pablo está poniendo este principio hermoso ahí. To the church at Corinth, a la iglesia en Corinto, there was no church. No había iglesia. There was no gospel. No había evangelio. Paul and Barnabas come into Corinth. Pablo y Bernabé vienen a Corinto. They come into the synagogue. Vienen a sinagogo. And they preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Y predican el evangelio de Jesucristo. They preach the gospel from Moses. Predican el evangelio de Moisés. And people are born again. Y la gente son nacidos de nuevo. People are given the gift of faith. La gente son dados el don de fe. And a church is built. Y la iglesia está edificada. A great church is built in Corinth. Un gran iglesia está edificado en Corinto. Because Paul porque Pablo and Barnabas, y Barnabé and these men that have given their life y los hombres que han dado su vida to bring the gospel to them, a traer evangelio a ellos to teach them of Christ, a enseñarlos de Cristo to teach them of the things that Christ has commanded of them, a enseñarlos las cosas que uh, Cristo ha mandado a ellos to, rebru- to reprove them, a reprenderlos to rebuke them, a regañarlos to bring conviction in their life, a traer convicción en sus vidas by the power of the Holy Spirit, por el poder del Espíritu Santo <coughs> the ministry that they had been given. A través del ministerio que fueron dados. And they suffered for it. Y lo sufrieron por ella. They sacrificed for Sacrificaron it. Sacrificaron por ella. Paul tells the church at Corinth later. Pablo dice en la iglesia en Corinto después. I know what it means to be naked. Yo sé que es ser desnudo. Shipwrecked. Uh, naufragado. To be beaten. Golpeado. Almost near to death. Casi a la muerte. To be starving. Hacer, uh, moriendo de hambre. Why? ¿Por qué? For the sake of the gospel. Por causa del evangelio. Now why does Paul do this? ¿Por qué Pablo hace eso? Because God called him to this. Porque Dios lo llamó a esto. Now the apostle, El apostle was an extraordinary calling. Era un llamamiento extraordinario. Paul's personal calling uh, llamada personal de Pablo was an extraordinary calling era un llamamiento extraordinario the gift of apostle a don de apostolo an extraordinary gift un don extraordinario but we look at it pero lo, nosotros lo miramos 
en un contraste muy igual en equidad we see a pastor. vemos un pastor we don't have apostles today, no tenemos apóstoles hoy but we have a pastor. tenemos un pastor That is an ordinary calling. que es un llamamiento ordinario It's an ordinary gift. es un don ordinario But it bears spiritual fruit. Pero trae fruto espiritual. It's an ordinary gift. Es un don ordinario. That dispenses spiritual things. Que dispensa cosas espirituales. Let me explain that. Déjame explicar eso. It's very ordinary. Es muy ordinario. <clears throat> We could even say at times it would be mundane. Podemos decir a veces que sea mundano. No, no mundano. Mundano? A, a difficult work, un trabajo difícil, a, not a real exciting work at times. A veces no un trabajo muy emocionante. To spend your day, a gastar tu día, praying for the saints, orando por los santos. Now I don't speak lightly of this. No hablo ligeramente de esto. To say that it would be mundane, para decir que será mundano. But we know. Pero sabemos. Maybe I'm the only one. Tal vez yo soy el único. Do you ever when you go to pray? Uh, cuando vas a orar, is it difficult? Is difícil? Can you even rein your your thoughts in? Puedes jalar todos tus pensamientos, juntar todos tus pensamientos. Rein your mind and your thoughts and bring them captive. Sujetar tu mente, tu corazón, tus pensamientos uh, captivo. So that you can pray. Para que puedas orar. For your wife, para tu esposa, for your children, para tus hijos, for your fellow church members, para tus miembros, miembros de la iglesia, for the ministry, para el ministerio, for the pastors infirm, por los pastores infirm. Do you ever find that difficult? Encuentras eso difícil? Imagine, imagínate. Well, let me go on. Déjame seguir. You find it difficult sometimes to pick up your Bible and read? You have a desire. I want to study this book of the Bible. But a month goes by. You don't dig in. No metas. It's difficult. It's difficult. Read your Bible. Lees tu Biblia. Not just read it, no solamente leerlo, because I have to read it. Porque tengo que leerlo. I mean, really give yourself to read it. En realidad, darte a leerlo. God, give me understanding. Dios, dame entendimiento. Help me to glean life from your word. Ayúdame a sacar vida de tu palabra. It's inspired by you, God. Es inspirado por Dios, uh, por ti, Dios. Don't let me read it like like a news article. No déjame leerlo como un artículo de noticia. Or like it's my job to do it. Or como es mi trabajo de hacerlo. Give me life. Dame vida. You find that difficult? ¿Lo encuentras difícil eso? Now think of this. Ahora piensas eso. It's what God called you to do. Es lo que Dios te llama a hacer. All day. Todo el día. Every day. Todos los días. You don't get a break. No tienes un descanso. You don't need to. You, you don't get to go do something like drive a bus. No puedes ir a, a hacer algo como manejar un camión. Passes the time. Pasa el tiempo. My day goes by. Mi tiempo pasa. I mix chemicals. Yo mezclo químicos. My son makes eggs into rubber. Mi hijo hace huevos a hule. He goes to school. Él va a escuela. 
Some of us get on an airplane and fly to Paris. A veces uh, unos de nosotros metemos en un avión y vamos a París. I want that job. Yo quiero este trabajo. We do things that pass our time. Hacemos cosas que pasan nuestro tiempo. What if? ¿Qué tal? All day, every day. Todo el día, todos los días. Your job. Tu trabajo. Called by God. Llamado por Dios. Appointed with the task. Apuntado a un tarea. To spend your day praying for the church. A gastar tu día orando por la iglesia. Studying the Bible. Estudiando la Biblia. Not just because you have to. No solamente porque tienes que. Because you have sheep. Porque tienes ovejas. That are depending on you. Que están dependiendo de ti. To feed them. Alimentarlos. They're looking at you. Están mirándote. What's next? ¿Qué sigue? Give me more. Dame más. I need more, pastor. Necesito más, pastor. I need more from you. Necesito más de ti. I need you to pray for me. Necesito que oras por me. I need you to counsel me Neces because I'm messed up. Necesito me, que me da consejo porque estoy mal. I need you to feed me. Necesito que me alimentes. I'm tired. Estoy cansado. And I'm yawning in the pew. Y estoy bosteando en la, en la banca. And I don't sing like I should. Y no canto como debo. But I want you to stand in the pulpit. Pero quiero que pares en el pulpito. And I want you to pour out yourself. Quiero que derramas tú mismo. So that I can have life. Para que pueda tener vida. It's what Christ called you to. Es lo que Cristo te llamó. Now imagine that. Imagínate esto. And then imagine this. Y después imagínate esto. Your family has to make sacrifices. Tu familia tiene que hacer sacrificios. You have to make some sacrifices. También tienes que hacer un poco de sacrificios. Because it's demanding. Porque demanda. Say, oh, you don't have a boss like I do. Dice, no tienes un jefe como yo. I have a manager that gives me deadlines. Tengo un jefe que me da fechas para entregar trabajos. Brother Edwin's got to fix somebody's roofs before it rains. Hermano Edwin tiene que arreglar el techo de alguien antes que llueve. A pastor doesn't have a boss? Un pastor no tiene jefe? Oh no, he doesn't have a boss. No tiene un jefe. He answers to the king of kings. Él contesta responde al rey de reyes. Who demands? Quien demanda that he study to show himself approved. Who demands that he give account for the souls that are given que to him? Whether or not the sheep appreciate him. Si los ovejas lo aprecian o no. Whether or not he has to make sacrifices. Si tiene que hacer sacrificios o no. His family has to make sacrifices. Su familia tiene que hacer sacrificios. I'm not, I'm not trying to say, oh, poor Pastor Jonathan. That's no, not what I'm saying. No estoy tratando de decir, ay, pobre Jonathan. No estoy tratando de decir eso. I, this is very self-serving, would seem, for a pastor to bring this to his church. Este es muy alto servicio de un pastor traer esta a su iglesia. I would imagine it's probably very uncomfortable for Pastor Jonathan right now to be Yo me imagino que es muy incómodo para que hermano Jonathan está traduciendo esto. Because I'm not, I'm, I'm not painting a pretty picture. Porque no estoy pintando un... Pintura hermoso. The only reason for that. La única razón de eso. Is I, I want us to feel the weight of what Paul is saying. Es que quiero que sentemos el peso de lo que Pablo está diciendo. He says, if we have sown unto you spiritual things. Dice si hemos sembrado cosas espirituales. Is it so great a thing for us 
Es tan grande cosa que nosotros aprovechamos de tus cosas carnales. The produce of a pastor's labor. La cosecha de la labor del pastor is not going to fill his bank account. No va a llenar su cuenta de banco. It's not going to buy a house. No va a comprar una casa. It's not going to fix a truck. No va a arreglar un camión, it's camioneta. Not, it's not going to allow him to take his wife out to a nice dinner. No va a permitir que su lleva a su esposa a un buen comida. It's going to give life to his flock. Va a dar vida a la grey. That's the produce of his labor. Es el produce uh, cosecha de su labor. And what Paul is saying. Lo que Pablo está diciendo. The one who makes the sacrifices. El quien hace sacrificio. So that your spiritual life is better. Para que tu vida espiritual es mejor. Is it such a big thing then? Es tan grande cosa. That you would take care of him. Que tomarás cuidado de él. Paul's saying, I have a right to this. Pablo está diciendo, tengo un derecho a eso. I mean, you are, are my letter of accommodation. Tú eres mi carta de acomodación. That I'm an apostle. Que yo soy apóstolo. He says this one thing in verse 13. Dice algo en versículo 13. Do you not know that they which minister about holy things live of the things of the temple? And they which wait at the altar are partakers with the altar? No sabéis que los que trabajan en las cosas sagradas comen del templo y que los que sirven al altar del altar participan? Now, I've gone long already. Ya ha pasado mi tiempo. So we're not going to turn there. No vamos a ir ahí. But if we turn back to Numbers chapter 18. Si vamos a Números 18. Beginning in verse 21. Empezando en versículo 21. God lays out the law. Dios da la ley. That all of the tribes of Israel. Que todos los tribus de Israel. Would bring a tenth. Trae un décimo. To the tabernacle. Al tabernáculo. Why? Por qué? The sole reason Por la uh, única razón that the Levites would have something. Que los levitos tendrá algo. Because he explains Porque él explica the Levites los levitos have no inheritance in the promised land. No tiene herencia en la tierra prometida. They have no land. No tiene tierra. They have no oxen. No tiene uh, huellas. They have no fields to grow food in. No tienen terrenos para uh, hacer un cosecha. They were to give themselves Ellos deben dar sí mismo. to ministering in the tabernacle. Uh, ministerio uh, del tabernáculo. To ministering at the altar. Uh, ministerio del altar. Now, in the law, in la ley, God made provision for them. Dios hizo provisiones para ellos. When the tribes of Israel bring in their offerings, cuando los tribus de Israel traen sus ofrendas, when they bring in their wave offerings, cuando traen sus um, ofrendas de oda, their grain offerings, sus ofrendas de grano, you give this to me, das esto a mí, and you get to keep this part. Y tú, cuide, tú quédate con esta parte. He tells the tribes, el dice a los tribus, the principle of the tithe el, is right here. El principio del diezmo es así. You bring a tenth, traes un décimo. Right, you got eleven tribes. Hay once tribos. If all of them bring a tenth, si todos traen un décimo, then the Levites, los levitos, practically speaking, prácticamente hablando, have as much as the other eleven tribes. Tienen la misma de los otros diez tribos. God says this beautiful thing. Y Dios dice esta cosa hermosa. He says, "I will be your portion." Yo será tu porción. You will minister unto me. Tú seas ministro a mí. I will be your inheritance. Yo será tu herencia. 
and the tribes of Israel, y los tribus de Israel because you minister to me on their behalf, porque tú haces ministerio a mí por ellos they benefit from it, ellos son beneficiados de esto they will bring a tenth of what they have, ellos traen un décimo de lo que tienen so that you are taking care of. para que estás cuidado Here's the principle. Aquí es el principio. Paul says, Pablo dice, they that ministered about holy things, ellos que ministran sobre uh, Pablo sobre las cosas santas, they that ministered at the altar, bueno, los que ministran de las cosas sagradas, los got, que ministran en el altar, they got to be partakers. Ellos son partícipes. When we bring our tithes and our offerings, cuando traemos nuestros diezmos y ofrendas, you know who gets to partake of that? ¿Sabes quién puede participar de esto? Oh, that's only for spiritual things. Esas son cosas espirituales. That's only for missions. Solo para misiones. That's only to do things like Buy tracks to spread around the neighborhood. Solo es para comprar folletos para de, uh, poner en, en el vecindario. That's only for benevolence. Solo es por benevolencia. All that may be true. Tal vez es, todo eso es verdad. But that's to take care. Pero es para cuidar of those that minister spiritually. A things. los que administran las cosas espirituales. It's how we take care of our pastors. Es como cuidamos nuestros pastores. And they have a right to that. Tienen un derecho a esto. And I'll close with this. Voy a terminar con esta. Verse 14. Versículo 14. Even so hath the Lord ordained that they which preach the gospel should live of the gospel. Así también ordenó el Señor a los que anuncian el evangelio que viven el evangelio. In case you haven't gotten it yet. Sin, si no has uh, tomado en cuenta todavía. The fruit of the gospel. El fruto del evangelio. Is that our church would be full. Es que nuestra iglesia será llena. The flock would grow. And to live by that y a vivir por eso means that the ones who come into the church los que en la iglesia, that become the flock of the church through the gospel should give of their carnal things. Debe dar de sus cosas carnales. So that Para que the under-shepherd el pastor The one whose boss is the Lord Jesus Christ can answer to him and not worry about carnal things. He doesn't need to worry when his truck breaks down. He doesn't need to stress about his family not being fed because the sheep are giving him of their carnal things. They give him meat. They give him milk. Leche. They give him wool. Uh, ule, or na vestimento. And sometimes, y a veces, that means the sheep have to go to the shear. A veces, los ovejas tienen que ir al... I don't know. Donde quitan la... A haircut. La lana. Lanero? <laughs> los que quitan la lana. <clears throat> That's supposed to be funny, but it, <laughs> it, it, lana de oveja, no lana de dinero. <laughs> the sheep gets a haircut. It's funny because in Spanish, lana is another word for money, but it's also the the wool. The wool. Hey. So we don't know we don't know what the one the shearer is. So we it's okay. the one who takes away the the lana. <laughs> so it's kind of double funny. <laughs> but we understand. Entendemos. Monday. <laughs> the prosperity pastor. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to close there. I've gone late already. Voy a terminar. Ya pasado mi tiempo. Not going to touch that. No voy a tocar esto. It's a principle. 
It's in principio. Providentially, I thought it was a it was a good day for us to go through this. Providentemente, pensé que era buen día que pasamos este texto. I promise. Well, I, I shouldn't do that. If the Lord allows, si Dios permite, we will look at Judah next week. Miramos Judá la siguiente semana. Comentarios o preguntas? Um, I, I want to say something. Yo quiero decir algo. Um, <clears throat> First, AJ asked me if he could teach this. Primero, AJ me pidió si podía enseñar esta. And I gave him a rule, le dije un regla. Only if you're teaching about general equity of the law. Solo si estás enseñando sobre la equidad general de la ley. Because when we speak, uh, when our confession speaks of general equity, cuando nuestra confesión habla de equidad general, it's speaking of taking the morality of this and applying it. Está hablando de moralidad de este aplicándolo. The clearest place it does that is this passage in Corinthians. El lugar más claro que hace este es este pasaje en Corinthians. So, let me give you a modern example. Déjame darte un ejemplo moderno. There is a law in the civil laws, hay una ley en la ley civil, that if you build a, a house, you have to put a fence around the top. Si construyes una casa, tienes que tener una barrera arriba. So that someone doesn't fall off and die. Para que alguien no se cae y muere. That's the law. So today we would say, look, if you build a pool, put a fence around it. Nosotros decimos hoy, si construyes un alberca, pones una barrera alrededor. So that some neighborhood kid doesn't come and die in your pool. Para que si un niño de uh, vecinario no viene a muere en tu alberca. No? It's a law. It's un ley. Um, so I said yes. Yo dije sí. Um, second, segundo, when someone's called to the ministry, cuando alguien está llamado al ministerio, <laughs> I, I remember in seminary, recuerdo en seminario, everyone would preach anywhere. Todos predican en cualquier lugar. No? If you ask them to preach, they'd go preach. Si lo pides a predicar, vayan a predicar. No, I remember... I got invited to preach at a youth event. Recuerdo que me invitaron a predicar en un evento de jóvenes. There were six kids. Había seis niños, no? But with joy, con gozo. And I think preachers nowadays, creo que predicadores hoy en día, have to be careful, tienen que tener cuidado, that we don't lose the idea of sacrificial living. Que no perdamos la idea de vivir sacrificialmente. Um, because many, many have, muchos han hecho, no? Um, a church calls them to be the pastor. Una iglesia llama a ellos a ser pastor. It's a small church, they need a pastor. Una iglesia pequeña necesita un pastor. And they say things like, well, if they can't give me this much, I can't go. Y dicen cosas como si no me dan esta cantidad, no puedo ir. I think that's wrong. Yo creo que eso está mal. If God calls you, you go and you live. Si Dios te llama, vas y, y sacrificas. And, and there's an aspect of ministry where a pastor must sacrifice. Hay un aspecto de ministerio que un pastor debe sacrificar. And he shouldn't try to take away that sacrifice. No debe tratar de quitar ese sacrificio. That's the calling. Ese llamamiento. The, the, the priesthood had to sacrifice. La sacerdocia tenía que sacrificar. Christ, our high priest, sacrificed. Cristo nuestro sumo sacerdote sacrificó. And he left us an example of sacrifice. Y él lo dejó un ejemplo de sacrificio. The one who wants to become great among you must first be your servant. So, quien quiere ser grande entre ustedes, primero tiene que ser su siervo. 
And then thirdly, treceramente. Um, it's a hard work that the Lord has called me to do. Es un trabajo duro que el Señor me ha llamado a hacer. We deal, we, I have to deal with people. We tratamos con gente. And I have to deal with me. Tengo que tratar a mí. No? But it's also a joy. Pero es un gozo. And so, uh, Brother AJ paint, painted the picture of he has to study all the time. Tiene que estudiar todo el tiempo. Sometimes that's hard. A veces eso es difícil. And, and sometimes I sit in my office. A veces me siento en mi oficina. And I'm reading some great Puritan work. Estoy leyendo un gran obra de los Puritanos. And I think, this is my job. This is mi trabajo. While Sammy's in, covered in grease. Sammy está cubierto en grasa. I'm... I'm reading George Swinnick. Estoy leyendo George Swinnick. And uh, poor Sammy. Pobre Sammy, no? Um, and <coughs> there are pastors, hay pastores, that it's a burden. An overwhelming burden. Okay, es una carga sobregirado. I don't think a pastor can be a pastor without a burden. No creo que un pastor puede ser un pastor sin carga. But Hebrews says, let them do it with joy. Hebreos dice que lo hacen con gozo. Deja que hacen con gozo. It's a joy that I get to do what I do. Es un gozo que yo hago lo que hago. And I, I wouldn't trade the church, the people, no cambia la, la gente, la iglesia, or what I do for anything in the world. Or lo que yo hago por cualquier cosa en el mundo. And, and so I'm appreciative. Yo uh, estoy agradecido. And so I want to say that. Yo quiero decir esto. Comments or questions? Comentarios o preguntas? Me too. Estoy feliz que me llamo. Amen. The joy that you seem like in you is it like inspires me. I know it inspires others, but it, but it inspires me to want to learn to have that joy to learn the word like you. Like I get up early because you you get up early. And I think it's not to be you or to be like you. Thank you, Courtney. Gracias. And Brother Edmund, will you pray for us? Manuel Edmund, put us a rock with us.